one of the things since we've done the show, this is what like our, I think our 14th or 15th episode now. So yeah, moving along for right to the, the quarter century mark. Yeah, exactly. That's where, that's where it really starts to take off is that QC mark. Exactly. We got, we've gotten, we've received a lot of feedback on one particular thing in, in, in all the, all of the stuff we've talked about. We've talked about so many things from sweatpants to, uh, what was another episode? Um, and help me out here. What was it? Finite Pebbles. Yeah, but that wasn't like an episode title. So like you're having tr- you're having trouble with it as well. We had the movie, the movies, movie, the Jerry Boys <laughs> <Kevin Weiss> movie, <laughs> from sweatpants to movies and TV. Talks about TV, I think, and yeah. one TV show in particular, right? Twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah, that's right. It was in that very episode where we were discussing things like Secretary of Defense Heller, Jack Bauer, the clock. Marwan. 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 Yes. Marwan. Welcome to Marwan. Welcome to Marwan. Yes, exactly. Welcome to the Marwanians. (laughs) Welcome. The Marwanians are welcoming you. That's right. Exactly. We said all that stuff. Um, But you mentioned in that episode you had uh, talked about something very special that you that you have at your home, and I mm-hmm. thought we could. I th- I I we've seen like we've heard so many people talking like, oh, what is this? We've got to get in here. We've got to know more about it. Talk more about it. So, Matt, tell us what is in your home in case people missed that episode. And I encourage you to go listen to that episode of twenty four. It was great. But Matt, tell them tell them what we're talking about today, please. Uh, yeah. So in that episode, which we, again we encourage you to listen to, uh, very entertaining. Um, but I have a 24 kind of history museum, or a, like a little little area dedicated to 24. I call it a museum because it just has artifacts and different things that kind of explain the lore of 24. Memorabilia, and, uh, exactly. Yes, memorabilia, perfect word. Um, and yeah, it's just like in my garage, you know. So mm-hmm. I just charge people. 75 bucks a pop and um they get in and they kind of go around and they look at like and that's just for like, those just to clarify you said 75 bucks a pop that is for the soda you have there that's that is not the cost of admission you charge right yeah. everyone gets a soda but that soda is 75 dollars yeah so it's free admission but required to purchase one soda and the soda is 75 dollars so it's kind of like people are like well isn't it just 75 dollars to get in then i'm like no it's seventy five dollars for the pop. It's the like, way you well, have to write it on the books. That's just how it has to go. It's tax purposes, mm. you know. If I can write it off on Pepsi's or Coca Cola's expense account, I will. I'll mm-hmm. do it. Hey, that's kind of why you have a museum is yeah. because you're making moves like this. So mm-hmm. people that question it can really just, you know, take a take a hike. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I mean, don't listen. I this is one kind of life lesson I've learned through this median if you medium if you will mm-hmm. that don't like let people tell you you're not a museum curator <laughs> and try to go to the museum curators ball downtown oh god that ball because those snooty bastards like what 
they're looking at me. They're like, you're not a museum curator. I'm like, I am a museum curator. I know every I, museum I, curator in the world. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, like we can all be different shades of different kinds of museums. You know, it doesn't have to be just one kind of museum, you know, Ooh, right. human history. Cool. What about 24? That's what I said. And that's, that's why I opened the, the museum. Right. What about the unofficial? What about an unofficial 24 museum? Very unofficial. <laughs> no signage. Uh, I mean, which doesn't help, but it kind of sells that like underground vibe that you're going for. Exactly. Like a speakeasy museum. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. anything goes at this museum. <laughs> <laughs> anything goes. Anything goes. Well, we wanted to, people are asking about it. We thought since, you know, COVID and everything was going on, we, we did help cure that. So we had a pandemic right. response episode a couple episodes ago, in part to get, drive people to this fucking museum. So they can, mm-hmm. you got to upload we were some of during, We were open during COVID, um, but we followed all the obviously mandates and such to stay open. We fell into, I cleverly said I, you know, because of the pop, we fall selling pop, we fall into the grocery category. Mm. So I was able to stay open because they're like, oh, you're obviously a grocery store. No idiot in their right mind would open a museum dedicated to 24 in their garage. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> right. Like a fox. Yeah, that's right. It's exactly that, that was the exact exchange. We should go through it, though. Why don't you you're in? I can see you're in your garage now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm right here. Yeah. It looks great, by the way. I mean, just the backdrop that I'm seeing, you've got quite a bit of stuff, quite a bit. I don't know how much of it is 24 related. It's hard for me to tell. But like, why don't we go through it? Like, just kind of give us like a high level rundown of of this museum. I see back there. I'll just I'll just start off. I see right here. Oh, what is that? A sign. I can only see the bottom of meet the secretary of defense. Heller cardboard cutout car meet the secretary of defense heller heller cardboard cutout is that right am i reading that right that's correct you are reading that right so we have an actual picture of secretary of defense james heller and that's just for the kids to kind of take pictures by and kind of get close and be like oh i'm next to secretary of defense <laughs> james heller it's a cardboard cutout though and i feel like it's it meet the cutout it's not you know, you're meeting the. It's very clear that you're meeting the cutout, not the actual person, which I actually right. respect. Yeah, a lot of legal reasons. You know, a few people would push through and continue with this museum for as many subpoenas and uh, just like court summonses I've been put through um, mm-hmm. by the creators of Twenty Four, the individual actors, such as Secretary of Defense James Heller. <laughs> was very adamant that he not have anything to do with this this museum so i just so kind litigious. of worded it i worded it differently so that it really kind of placated the the actor and then you know obviously the show and everything to keep for legal reasons obviously you're dancing on that razor's edge as i really like to say um and on legally speaking but and i th- oh, also yeah. think it's funny too because you'll get back you'll like this is a nice touch. And this is kind of what sets your museum apart is I've been, and I've taken this tour. You were generous enough to provide one for me and my wife. We were very pleased with it. But like when we met the cardboard cutout, it was you like kind of like jumped behind it and mm-hmm. did some of like Heller's famous lines, like famous, like one liner catchphrases. Yeah, no, I, I, that's kind of a thing I do. I like to be, 
like try like it i said i like to i don't like this to be this, this to be as stuffy as other museums <laughs> don't touch don't talk to the things you know i don't like that that vibe that's the whole museum was dedicated to kind of the kind of the punk version of museums in a sense where i kind of get in the mix with people so mm-hmm. yeah i'll be like i'll get behind the cardboard and i'll for the kiddies really and the adults if they want to you know you paid 75 bucks for that pepsi you better enjoy it you know or that coke pepsi too yeah yeah it was really i forgot him in my trunk i told you there was one time i forget him in my trunk um but yeah i get behind there and i'm just like i'm secretary of defense james heller and then i kind of say that over and over again mostly because he didn't really wasn't really much of a catchphrase guy no he wasn't you know we i actually kind of created that out of thin air as well because mm-hmm. he didn't say that ever he never said i don't think he ever no, really he said never, that I mean, what what person actually just kind of says, you know, their name out loud and their title, obviously, <laughs> just randomly yelling it too, like just where it's they have, they have to like remind someone of it. Right, exactly. Like you have to. Very few occasions in life you have to do that. I mean, I guess that you could come up with some rational ones, but it would be very rare that that would have to happen. What else do we that that's fun and that's fun for the whole family? What take what else? What else do we have there? Can you give us a little insight as to like some of the like what are we seeing when we go to this museum? You know, yeah. So what you can see here, um, following along the trail, it's kind of like a nice um, duct taped trail I have here, and arrows pointing people in the correct direction. Because if you go in the wrong direction, it's going to seem idiotic. You mm-hmm. know, like you're not going to know what's going on. At the end, you're going to run into de- the secretary, secretary of Defense James Heller, and you're going to be, who's this guy? You're going to have no frame of reference, you know. Right. So, because a lot of the buildup to that is explaining who he is. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, I have Jack's gun here, which is actually just a regular <laughs> gun. It is loaded, so that does become quite troublesome sometimes with the little kids. Yeah, that's... and I can't really. I spent all the money on guns because I don't know if you know this, but guns are expensive. Oh my god, crazy! Especially crazy when you're trying expensive. to make them seem like a like a move a, a gun that was on TV. Right. Yeah, and then you're watching the show, and you're like, I don't know what fucking gun that is. <laughs> so I gotta say, I have Jack Bauer's gun in this museum. <laughs> so I just bought a gun. And I put it on the table and I thought like Jack would not have it not loaded. He's already ready to spring into action and pop a cap. So I just loaded the gun and then, you know, I was going to encase it in something, but I realized, you know, again, how expensive guns are. I'm like, I can have the gun or the case. Mm. I can't have a case without just an empty case. It's like, hey, Jack Bauer's gun was here at one point in time or it will be here coming soon. (laughs) Once we raise the funds, (laughs) once we we have, we've, Raise the funds for the case, not the gun yet. Yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> um, so then I have that. I have the phone. The phones in there are, you know, like they're commonplace now. But back when that show was airing, they were top of the line. Oh, and, and that uh, that ringtone that that never stops too. Like the famous like twenty four boop boop boo doop that one. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, that's going exactly. on constantly in the museum. Exactly. Yeah. And that I cannot figure out for the life of me how to turn it off. I turned it on one time. I was like, yes, yeah, nice. And now I cannot get it to stop. So it's, it's becoming a, a pretty big issue within my family. 
Mm. Um, really wrecking my family life, if you would. Really doing a number on the old mental mental health. Trouble you know, on so. the home front because of this museum phone ringtone. Have you tried answering the phone? Uh, I have. And then I just get heavy breathing. And that's it. And then I they hang up. So it's like, and then they call right back and I do it again. And it's like round and round we go. And then yeah. I'm like, then they at the end of the night, yeah. yeah, I get drunk and I talk to them and I just kind of spill my guts. And they're like, oh, you know, just muttering to themselves like, oh my God. <laughs> and then they problem. realize, yeah, they realize I can hear them and then they go back to the breathing. So it's, it's kind of like a counterproductive relationship. Mm, yeah. Very the opposite of symbiotic, whatever that mm. is. I'm not, I'm like, an, I'm like the opposite of a remora shark or a mora <laughs> fish. Whatever the opposite of that is. Listeners do your homework, figure out what the opposite of that shark is. And then that is, then you'll really get, this reference that we're making <laughs> then you'll laugh and you'll laugh <laughs> um after that i have the clock just the clock like uh so i couldn't get the one like the digital clock mm-hmm. um that you see at every episode or during commercial break or that preference and commercial break coming back from a commercial break you know just the timekeeping so i just have like um analog clock that mm. i took from a local school mm. um and I just kind of put it on a table and said, this is the clock from 24. So smart. But no one's ever going to call you on that. You say it's the clock from 24. And I mean, people are just going to ex- expect it. You know, mm-hmm. like the, the, why would you lie? What, what kind of insane person would lie about this? Right, exactly. I mean, I'd have to be a crazy person not to. I mean, sure, they put it digital, but it was, they wanted it analog. So I think that's why that was one of the main reasons that I went that way. I knew that little factoid. You'd have to be the type of type of crazy person that would keep a, a loaded gun, a loose loaded gun in his garage and invite strangers over to be around it. Like that's that's the kind of person you'd have to be to do something mm-hmm. like that. Right, exactly. You'd have to be that kind of person. And it's just I mean, I'm just not that. I'm just kind of being like cool about it, you know. <laughs> I see a bunch of garbage in the corner, like big pile of garbage. And it says 24 garbage with a, uh, there's a sign that says 24 garbage next to it. Now I assume that's from, you were able to get access to yeah, the studios dumpsters. Cause that wasn't there when I took the tour. So I'm not sure if that's a new addition. Yeah. I mean, it's always an ever evolving thing, you know? So this thing is, is an amoeba, if you will, it's just always constantly kind of moving around and fluctuating in a figurative sense. Um, but in a so very yes, literal is... and sexual sense, too. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad you brought it there. I didn't know if we were going to go there, but I mean, I got a whole after thing dark. about that. <laughs> it is after dark. It's HBO. Don't bring your kids after 9 p.m. to this museum, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Gets a little blue. <laughs> uh, yes, the garbage. Yeah, no, that garbage I did was able to recover from the studio um i had been kind of holding on to it for a while whether or not i should like i was kind of sleeping with it you know that was its main thing to mm-hmm. sleep with the garbage and um because it kind of soothed me i liked it and you know you can see but then i'm like everybody should be able to be soothed by this like i shouldn't just be so selfish about this 24 gold mine right so you know you can you've got marwan the actor marwan's lunch in there that he threw out for it was a couple of years at this point um and probably about 10 if you 
and then you know uh, I'm an apple eaten by Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, and an apple um, that's got to be really old now too because that show's been off the air for some time. Yeah, no, it's been a while. Yeah, I've been sleeping with it's garbage a for a long time. Yeah, I tried to get stained on the, on the project <laughs> too, and it didn't really work out. They never came, went responded to my correspondence. So I see. Now he used to use. I know Jack Bauer is famous for not flushing his used toilet paper and instead throwing it in the garbage, and yeah, like throwing that away for some reason. I don't ever know what the reason was, but I see a lot of that. I see a lot of uh, bathroom garbage bags full with you know shit covered toilet paper. Can you speak on that? Like why you sought that out? Is that to? I don't even. I don't want to speculate on it. No, yeah, no, I, I welcome the question. Um, yeah, I sought that out because it was just a piece of Keef. You know, it was just a piece of Keef. And yeah, that's uh, a lot of lot of pieces of them. Very intimate. Like you never really see. Like, can you even tell me if you've seen your wife's wife's dirty toilet paper? I mean, mm-hmm. I haven't seen mine. She won't let me see it. She calls me a poo freak. I'm like, <laughs> I just want to get to know you better. Hey, before you flush that toilet. Let me take a look at that toilet paper. Let me just <laughs> let me just see that toilet paper. Get out of here, you fucking freak. Yeah, I mean, like it's just a level of intimacy that you don't really get with anybody. Like, if you think about it, so like to have that and Keith being it, like the eccentric guy that he is, doing that, it was just kind of, you know, too. He, he's on the go. He's on the go, and you don't think he's shitting in those shows? You don't think he's taking some time out blasting that? Like he's got to fucking explode out like because he's only got a few seconds to shit. So he probably has to, I would assume, either one gigantic one or a series of micro explosion shits. That's what I would assume. I don't know, but it seems like from that toilet paper that you have there, it's 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 it's, it's quite a bit. It's quite a quite yeah. He was cleaning up quite a bit. It was it didn't all go in the bowl, you know. It wasn't one of those miracle one wipers, just like even shit, you know. Like um, my fiber intake's been through the roof. <laughs> yeah, he, I think you know. Two funny thoughts, actually, a couple on this. Um, first of all, we did talk about <laughs> showing our uh, predilection for this. We did talk about this in the last episode. I remember, like, when do they go to the bathroom, and wouldn't it be funny? If part of the countdown was them just like sitting in the stall or something like that, I, I remember distinctly talking about that on this on the same episode. Look, these fucking any freaks that are listening to this are like if they're looking for continuity errors in our show. For one, I welcome it because like mm-hmm. you know they're even bigger freaks than we are. So right, and please write in and tell us, tell us what we're really fucking up because I would love to hear it. And like, yeah, God, that would be so great because I would eat up at least six, seven minutes of airtime yeah. and that's less than i have to think of to say which is just golden perfect right less thinking the better especially from mike mm-hmm. yeah oh it's not great brutal it's brutal um but also i know a little factoid about keith too is he calls that a a sutherland he just goes hey you, your bathroom he goes up to like the major d at a restaurant he's like your bathroom's just been sutherland and then and so he that's what he means by that is just wiping his ass and then throwing the dirty toilet paper in the garbage not yeah. in the toilet bowl not to dissolve and bowl. be be sat- satanic uh 
what's the word i'm looking for satanic you know satanic is right it goes to hell (laughs) they all get that's where the toilet goes that's where it flushed to hell that's where evil poo-poos go (laughs) for any kids (laughs) that are listening it's evil coming out of you evil you're shitting out evil and then it's going to the it's evil's home um yeah so garbage is good yeah what is okay now i also know too the food situation there now you get a pop Mm-hmm. You're gonna pop, and but the food is a little strange. Last time I was there, it seems to be like, and I get it. You're a businessman, you know. Okay. You're trying to cut corners. You got to worry about R and D, and um, you know, foreign intrigue, and your shareholders, and all that kind of stuff. So you're cutting corners where you can get it, especially exactly. when it comes to food at a museum. You know, most museum food, it's like a little cafe that they have, and they have like. You know, like one or two things and then like coffee and shit. So you don't need much. Right. Um, I did feel like, find it was weird that you just had a large pot of just loose hot dogs in there just floating in water. It kind of was like you expected like you you weren't you didn't tell them to, but like you were weirdly encouraging people to bob for hot dogs for food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I've always enjoyed the Bob method to eating, <laughs> the bobbing method to eating. Um, yes. I try to do it whenever I can. You know, it became an issue, especially with hot dogs, because you can't really, I mean, you can get the pre-made ones, but people feel ripped off that it's not like a pump, juicy, hot, hot dog. So I'm like, all right, fine. I'll just cook them in hot water. Yeah. But then that kind of conflicts with the bobbing. Bobbing's a problem. Scalding the shit out of themselves. And I didn't really put it together right away that that was what was going on so like then i was like mm, gotta retool so we're, we're in the middle of retooling right now since last time mm-hmm. that um you saw that um and when you said sorry you you said you didn't put it together right away you thought when people went to go bob into hot boiling water mm-hmm. and they were getting their skin scalded off that you thought it was just some sort of spontaneous scalding not correlated to the water at first Exactly. Like oh, okay. I didn't know. I didn't know what happened, so I didn't mm. really say anything. Couldn't prove like it. Put, couldn't definitely say like that was the causation. Like I, there were graphs and a computer analysis involved. Where then I finally just googled hot water and skin, and it came up negative. So I was like, obviously that's that's the truth. That was the result that you just typed in hot water and skin, and the Google result just said negative. That's. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I really, when I approached the people the first couple times, first couple times it happened, you know, people were like, don't, I can't put my face in there. I can see the water boiling. And I'm like, it's well, hot dogs are way overcooked. <laughs> it's gas just escaping because obviously water combines for to make gas. Water um, combines for to make gas. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I came over when they were screaming and stuff. And I was like, what did you do? Like trying to look at everybody else. <laughs> yeah, like, what did tell like... you? <laughs> that doesn't stand up in a court of law. Let me tell you something. About so that. many witnesses, too. Yeah, no, no, no one was buying what you were trying to sell. It was like the Tim Robinson, like hot dog sketch. You know, like we're all yeah. trying to find the guy that did this. You know, I'm the guy wearing the hot dog suit. Yeah, right. and we're like, talking about hot dogs. That wasn't even planned. How great is that? I mean, you bring it on, nerds, if you want. <laughs> bring it on, you fucking nerds. Um. Yeah. So we had a food situation kind of thing, brainstorming ideas that I've been thinking about. Uh, 
like kind of like cut up apples, but mm. they're covered on like I like my apples kind of sliced into very thin, like almost onion like things and just kind of like you get like two thin apple slices. Um maybe like some, minced like, apples like, almost. Exactly. Or like loose applesauce that you have to eat with your hands. Because I'm not going to be like, I, I don't want to pollute the earth with plastic spoons. And I don't have the budget to keep washing like regular metal spoons. So like, just kind of get in there and grab it like a baby. Yeah, it's like a baby and just kind of like slop it up, you know, to your down your gullet. And then that can that can go into something else. If like we need an extra revenue stream late at night. I know a group of people, you know, we were talking about the after dark thing, you know, mm-hmm. a group of people who enjoy baby baby play where it's just kind of like <laughs> they pretend to be a baby and they get to smash their hands around in food and stuff like that. So I could always rent out the place to them too. Oh, that's a good fail safe too. And just to get them in there to eat up some of this applesauce that you're... I mean, I have cases tons like, of it. Yeah, tons of it. And if it, like you get a day and it's a slow day and you got all this sauce left and it's like, I'll oh, just call these fucking baby freaks in <laughs> and they'll lap it up and they'll pay the $75 for that hot to the touch <laughs> wild cherry Pepsi. Yeah, well, I, it's like... I can't, I have to cut overhead on electricity, so I can't really be cooling these down. And ice is just way too expensive. So, oh my God, the price I mean, of I ice now. I foolishly spent a lot of money on the applesauce. Did you know, a little factoid or a little interesting uh, trivia question? Did you know they sell applesauce by the drum? Hmm. I yeah, didn't like, know that. Same, like oil? Size as an, same size as an oil drum. Even might be even a little bit bigger. I was like, really? That's pretty insane that you're doing it like that. Who's uh, demanding this besides me? Another drum. I need a drum of applesauce. I saw applesauce futures are through the roof. So, I mean, that makes sense that it's coming in that kind of quantity. Do you have to drill for it? Like oil? Uh, Yeah, kind of. Like you have to drill up. So, like, the best applesauce comes off the the apples that are on the tree that you just drill, like, a big drill into and get the juice from. It's a very ineffective way. It just, like, ruins the apples. Yeah. And then you get maybe a little bit of juice out of them, but that's, like, the (laughs) most purest juice. 10,000 apples. And you just fill up a drum with that. Yeah. For one drum. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Devastating. I learned, I learned a lot about it when I was in apple sauce negotiations. But I mean, I think it's gonna bear mm-hmm. fruit. I think, honestly, think like I'm really counting on either people wanting to eat it with their bare hands, or again, baby freaks that are just like, you know, want to be big king babies again. You know, yeah, king babies again. That's really where your probably biggest revenue stream is coming from. I would think. Yeah, I mean, right now it's been a, again another strain. <laughs> they they've been kind of been bitching at me too because of the phone. Yeah, I feel like it's there. The constant sound is upsetting the the huge king babies. So they're they're like kind of annoyed at me because they're like, turn off this damn phone so we can be king babies. I'm like, I don't don't you think I want to turn off the fucking phone, dude? Don't you think I want to? No, I like it. No, I like it. No. <laughs> <laughs> we're all where you screaming at each other with this, in the background. with this going on in the background just yeah. that 
constantly. That's a, so that sounds like a nightmare. Sounds like a true nightmare. I mean, <laughs> it's it's really weird, and they I, insist on black lights too. I don't get that's bizarre. It's like after dark. I guess you get what you pay for when with seventy five dollars. I mean, it seems like it's like I said. I've taken the tour before. It's fun. I did have a bunch of loose hot dogs that were that was this before the water innovation mm-hmm. that you talked about. Uh, right. those, those were good. The Secretary of Defense Heller cardboard cutout. I got to meet that. That was very fun, and I'm. I thought it was worth it then. And now you had a, this pile of garbage in there that people can root around and sleep with, and check out Jack Bauer's shitty toilet paper. I mean, I think it's a really good, um, solid addition, and makes for a, 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 an amazing value. Amazing value. Oh. You should go check it out. Go to Bryce's garage. It's pretty great. Hey, I didn't. Uh, I didn't tell you about my new piece de resistance. Oh, please. <laughs> Oh, um, you're you're since, you're holding out on me. I thought the garbage was it. Let's hear it. No, the garbage was just the uh, just the beginning. So in the garbage, I'd found shavings of Keith when Keith was cleaning up a little bit uh, on his face. Shave, so shave, shaving. shaving, he was you know doing the little face mowing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of people call that shaving, but yes, uh, continue. Um, yeah, sure. I guess I've heard that term before. <laughs> Either way, he was uh, trimming the facial bush and um he i kind of got an idea to get like a locket of his hair i'm like if i can get this baby i can get it like something so i stalked him for a little bit like i I wouldn't say stalked him but like admired him from a distance for a while pretended like getting the one delivering him a sandwich or something like you know yeah like like, chicken palm yeah like an Italian sandwich. He's like, I just got the meatball here for you. So I got an order of meatball sandwich and I would book it. Yeah, get out of there and try to like you. But you would like before you just like try to grab his hair and try to get a yank of it there. But then you <laughs> you can only get one in before you have to run away. Right. Exactly. So eventually I got enough to do it. Like, I think the final one was when I pretended to be the uh, delivery stew guy. So I had a big hot you know bowl of stew like a big like uh one of those big pots you you cook a lot of stew in cauldron like sauce cauldron mm-hmm. yeah and i'm like uh the local stew man and he's like what local stew what the hell is this and i just I bride up yeah. and get your stew local stew here <laughs> local stew broccoli cheddar eat broccoli it fast cheddar. the sun's turning it it's not stew broccoli cheddar like, that's what all the people are saying it's just very broccoli it's hot water, broccoli, and chunks of like American cheese in it. It's disgusting. Oh man. <laughs> so yeah. you could clone Keeper at this point. You know, like you have his, a bunch of his shit remnants and now hair. That's enough DNA, I think, to get like if we ever get cloning in there, like you can that's then, that, that's the next step for this museum, I think. That's the plan to get um Kiefer Sullivan clone that's p- programmed only to perform at this museum and you know not trying to like go for his freedom or you know stuff like that like try to live a normal human life i just want him to be there like all the time that. yeah and then maybe he can help me figure out the phone too <laughs> he's got to be able to know he's got to know something something more than you do or we do because yeah i mean he was there for Sutherland for right. sake well, that, that this has been thrilling. I, I'm, I've enjoyed seeing this again um, with fresh eyes. 
Uh, thank you for taking us through this, Matt. I think it's time we have to get out of here though now. Mm-hmm. Um, but where where do they find us? Where do they they like these jargon boys? Where do they find these jargon boys? Uh, we're on Twitter, so that's our preferred social media. That's what we'll get back to. It's at our handle is at jargon boys. That's right. Uh, where, where can they find you, Mike? Oh wow, a question. Um, they could find me at Riggs eight one five, and you could follow me there on Twitter and Twitch. And Matt on Twitter, you are. Bryce at Bryce Crispes. Crispes. C R I S P E S. Follow him there. He's very funny. He doesn't tweet much. He should tweet more, but he's very funny. So follow him there and follow Jargon Boys. Rate our show. Rate our show. Give us a review. I see you guys downloading it. So just while you're on it, I don't know how many people are doing it from Apple, but that's really all where all I see the ratings from. But give us five stars. Rate us. Um, you know, tell us what you think that would really mean a lot to both of us so and then also subscribe and we will see you next monday bye-bye see you guys